I'm Kimberly Amici. Welcome to the Build Your Best Family podcast. This is a practical show to help you imagine, plan, and build your best family. We believe that the secret to having a happy family is not being perfect, but having purpose. Each week, I'll be sharing with you lessons I've learned and conversations I've had that will help you become who you want to be together. Have you ever looked at your family life and wondered, how did I get here? The answer is one seed at a time. The harvest that we have in our life today is a product of the words and the actions that we and others have sown into it. The good news is, is that knowing and understanding this principle allows us to change the fruit we are seeing. We can begin to assess the positive and negative seeds that have been sown and then design, plant, and cultivate a desired harvest. This week's guest, Dawn Morasco, talks to us today about what this means practically. She breaks it down into five action steps that she believes will enrich your life, marriage, and family. At the end of this episode, think about an area of your life where you would like to see a different harvest. Imagine what you want in that area and then determine one small seed that you can sow so that you will see that fruit grow. Do you want to know what your kids really think of you? We've created the Family Retreat Packet so you can find out and get honest feedback on how you're doing as a family. It's a 360 peer review, but for families. Not only does it include assessment questions, but a sample itinerary, a packing list, and activity suggestions so you can make a fun weekend out of it. Go to www.buildyourbestfamily.com forward slash shop and for only $4.99, you can download your copy. Today, I'm talking with Dawn Morasco. Dawn condenses a 25-year journey to freedom and peace into easily applied truths that transform the hearts and lives of others. By sharing her broken places, life experiences, and spiritual insights, she helps others remove the obstacles and develop a deeper walk with God, experiences freedom, and live the life of peace God intended. This process transforms their thinking, speaking, and living, which positively impacts their own lives and the lives of those around them. Dawn, it's fantastic to have you on the podcast today. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking question, forward to this. Oh, good. <laughs> me too. Uh, a question that we ask all of our guests is, what is your family known for? I actually love that question because it really makes you think and consider so many things. As I pulled my family and even my mother-in-law, kindness, faithfulness, and closeness mm-hmm. were some of the main ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. You know, yeah. When I was growing up, I didn't have any of that. Mm-hmm. So for me to have it now, and that's kind of what we'll talk about today, it's a miracle mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I really, just even looking at those names and it's amazing. Yeah. There's always hope for us. Yeah. And tell me about the ages of your children. <laughs> From 15 to 30. Okay. And what do you like to do together? Because I can imagine that starts to change as our children become adults, how we interact with them, how we have fun with them. What do you guys like to do? A big thing we do is just gathering. You know, it's, it, uh, they live close enough, the ones that are out of the home. And I just love saying, hey, I made, you know, X, Y, Z food because food draws people in. And, and what I'm amazed about are the amount of people that through our life have said to me, you have no idea. I've never seen this before. And it's just getting together and eating and talking and laughing and the kindness of just saying, hey, honey, can you go grab that for me? And oh, sure, mom, no problem. You know, that interaction is just 
to some people is just so odd. And that was odd for me growing up too, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. just so odd. So yeah, it's, it's beautiful to be able to have that in my family. Yeah. So you're here to talk to us today about the five steps to enrich your life, your marriage, and your family. So just share with me a little mm-hmm. bit about your story mm-hmm. and how you've discovered these steps. How did you get mm-hmm. from where you were to where you are now? You've mentioned that you didn't have certain things growing up that mm-hmm. you have now in your family. So tell us a little bit about that story. Okay. So these five actions are the things that I learned and in, in the process of really through surrender. I had to come to when, well, let me just start at the beginning. My dad was alcoholic and my mom was 16 when she had me. So she really didn't even understand anything about alcoholism or anything like that. But when my dad became violent, she did move away. And, you know, I I had a long distance, a distant relationship with my dad, but he still was planting negative seeds in my heart. Fears would overrun my heart growing up low self-esteem, mistrust. I mean, I learned to mistrust so early and it's really hard when you can't trust your dad. It's so hard to trust anyone else, you know? Mm -hmm. And so in that whole season, it was lonely. It was actually lonely growing up in that type of a home environment. But at the age of 12, I saw an example of a really good family and they had God in it. And I remember just thinking, that's what I want. And we just have no idea who we invite into our homes, you know, that get to see that displayed And uh, I was hungry for it. And I knew, I determined that's what I want. I had no idea how I was going to get it, but I knew that's what I wanted. And although then as a teenager, I, I'm sorry about that. I continued uh, to add pain to my own life and, you know, doing wrong things. I I call it like living out of that wounded life. And then at 19, I was engaged. I finally found a guy that I thought really loved me and he was murdered right in front of me. Mm. So my childhood from zero to 19 was pretty traumatic. And I just thank God because at that point I ran to him. I mean, I always kind of knew about God. I always knew that he was there and I could talk to him, but I had no idea how to have a relationship with him. But I do thank him in the beginning of my interest. So I have a book out. It's called Continuous Peace, Four Steps to Living the Life of Peace God Intended. And in that book, in the very intro, matter of fact, the intros on my website, if anyone wants to read it, and it has all my before I had peace information on there. And I start that intro off with, I thank God that our current harvest does not dictate our future harvest. And that's, you know, I came from that negative background and yet I'm able to answer a question to you that there's kindness in my family. I didn't see that. You know, I didn't see that faithfulness. I was disappointed more times than not. And that closeness that I so long for. So God is in the transformational business. So I'm so thankful for that. (laughs) That's fantastic. So let's jump in and and walk Mm -hmm. us through these five steps. Okay. So what I'm going to share today is one part of one chapter Mm -hmm. and it's a message that changed my life. And that's why I thought talking to families, so many of us, you know, when we're talking about a harvest, we have good and bad all, you know, raising up at the same time. And I just want to pass on a few things that really helped me to, you know, uproot some negative things and continuously plant good things that would ensure a good harvest. Mm -hmm. And so um, one of the things is, you know, I think, you know, how many of us think how did I get here? You know, maybe it's in our parenting, maybe it's in our marriage. You know, I know for sure I've thought that. And my answer is one seat at a time. 
And, you know, no one goes into marriage hoping for a negative or a disappointing, empty, frustrated marriage, nor do we think, oh, I just want to argument of family, you know, or a <laughs> fractured family, like, please, can I have that disconnected family? But yet, unfortunately, it still happens. Yeah. And so I just want to share some of the things that I know that I was doing wrong, that was c- continuing to create those negative weeds in my life and in my family and what I started to do. So one of the first action is to recognize that we are all harvesting something. We've planted positive seeds that have created a beautiful harvest. And we've also planted negative seeds, either by ourselves or others. And they're all growing up and they can create a harvest. The second action is to know that fruit is produced. And this is the, so exciting for me because when we understand, one, where do we want to go? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know in my marriage, I, you know, we had specific things like this is what we want in our marriage. And I hear you talk about that on your podcast also. And it's so beautiful when you know where you want to go. You know, like we're from the East Coast. So if we want to go to Florida, we're going to travel South, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah. if we start hitting North, it's like, wait, 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 what just happened? How did we go North? And that's kind of what happens when we choose to, I call it, I help you to design a harvest that you, you know, that you desire. Mm-hmm. And so when we know where we're headed, these couples steps and actions are going to help us so much. So fruit is produced. So what does that mean? So, you know, in our, you, you know, in our families, we'll get lots of chances to sow seeds in our families, whether good or bad. Well, last week I was talking with my daughter before she was going to work and I was asking her these questions and she just kept answering me with this short answer, you know, just frustrated. I don't know. There was just something in her tone that was negative. And immediately, because I do deal with fresh or with uh, rejection, you know, from my dad, immediately I want to take up an offense like, whoa, 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 you know, what's, what's, what's wrong with you? And I've done, I've been, you know, just looking at her, I'm thinking, okay, you know what? I don't want to add to it. And so I walked away and I just prayed. And as I prayed, I just felt God say, she's going through a lot. And when I turned around, I said to her, I said, I went over, and I gave her a hug. And I said, honey, I'm sorry. I know you're going through a lot. What's, and she just started melting. Mom, I am going through so much. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had a choice. You know, she was being short with me. The old me or the growing up me would have been like, what is your problem? And I would have piled on. Yeah. Not trying to understand. <clears throat> I could have shut down, you know, or planted that negative seed. So what I am trying to do now is go, okay, where are you headed? And is this the path that's going to get you there? Mm-hmm. You know, and it does really, you know, when we come back to God, it is all about, you know, loving and, and understanding like, okay, where are you mm-hmm. now? You know, like you, I'm sure, you know, we all plant those negative seeds. So what do we do when we do plant them? You know, if I would have said, yeah. what's your problem? Like, what is going on with you today? You know, and if it would have gone back and forth, whenever I do those negative things, I do bend down and pick up that seed and like say to her, I'm sorry. I don't mean to talk to you like that. And anywhere in my marriage, you know, if I say something rude, you know, we can't, I can't, I know in my own life, I can't plant that rude seed and expect it to bring about more love. Yeah. You know, so I know when I'm rude, no, I don't want that to bear its fruit. And so I take out, you know, I'm sorry, I was rude to you. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, you know, and then plant the seed of love. I'm sorry. I, I don't really want to do that. I value you. Yeah. I think that's such a good lesson. And that's something that I, I'm trying to teach my kids, you know, even at this age, that they're sowing into their future relationship with each other. Yes. And 
If yes. you want to have a close relationship with your siblings when you're adults, mm-hmm. you cannot treat each other the way that you're treating each other. You cannot yes. be rude. You have to be each other's biggest cheerleaders. You have to be an encourager. Mm-hmm. You have to be a yeah. safe place for them. And my kids aren't perfect, but I think they're starting to get it, you know, yes. because it, we have to be mindful of that seed time and harvest principle, the harvest that we have now is because of something we've done in the past. And we're not talking Mm -hmm. about things that have happened to us that we can't control, obviously. But there are, if we're honest with ourselves, there's things that we're operating in right now as a result, negative things we've sown or positive things we've sown. Have we, have we done the work? Have we made the hard decisions? Have we taken the small steps over time? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that process, it always, it works. So recognizing that, I love that. And then understanding Mm -hmm. the fruit, being able to examine that fruit and say, well, what, what is the fruit in my life? And maybe how did, how did we get here? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, when I was taught this by God, he showed me Galatians six, seven through nine. Mm-hmm. And you cannot dispute this. And it just says, do not, be, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. So then I was really looking at, okay, no wonder your marriage is not thriving when you're being rude or you're rolling your eyes. <laughs> you have to look at these little seeds that are growing up and robbing life from the marriage you're desiring. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and so I love the scripture continues and it says, if you float, if you sow to your flesh, that means I say what I want, when I want, how I want. I'm not considering the other person. It's my flesh irritated or, or frustrated, just saying what it wants, or do I sow to, the, to please the spirit? And from either one, you're going to reap either destruction from your flesh or life from God. And I love the ending of that. It says, and let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so many times, even in parenting, you know, like how many times do I have to say this, you know, but again, don't grow weary in doing good at the proper time. You will reap a harvest. And like you said, it takes a while for some things to harvest, but you're planting continual seeds and you see it harvesting even in your kids now, which is so beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So step number three. Yes. So uh, the third action is that we're going to carefully feed. So what are we feeding? So this is a lesson that literally did change my life. When I had a, it was, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, my husband and I were having a conversation and it went from one, he said something and then I said something and then it escalated up and then I said something and he said something. And then the tone raised again and again. And I thought, oh my gosh, we're about to get into a fight, you know? And then I said, I thought this thought, and the thought was, oh, as I thought the thought, God put on my heart, Dawn, if you say that thing, you're going to invite anger in. Hmm. And I heard God clearly. I disregarded what he said, and I said it. And when my words left my mouth and they hit his heart, honestly, my husband stood up and by the look on his face, I realized, oh my gosh, the power of those words. And so I said, I am sorry. I am sorry. I am sorry. And I said, I I said, I didn't mean to say that. Please forgive me. And I left and I went outside. Well, then I was left with, okay, God, now what do I do? And I was rocking back and forth. And I was saying, dear God, help me. What do I do now? I said that thing. I've invited it in. Now what? And I felt like God put on my heart. You can't feed it. And he, he put on my heart that since you invited it in, you now have to 
not feed it. It's going to rise up quickly. And I don't know if you have seen that, like you give into something. Now all of a sudden you're more frustrated and more frustrated quickly or more quickly and more quick. Well, that's how it was with anger also. And so he said, you're going to have opportunity to be frustrated or angry, but you cannot give into it. And over time it will subside. Mm -hmm. And that is what happened. But it made me so aware that I had a choice and I had a choice to either say those words or to not say them, to invite anger in or not to, and I invited it in, and then I had the consequences. And mm-hmm. so, yes, did we go back and you know pull the, that seed? Yes. And did we both have to work on it? He didn't even invite it in, but <laughs> he had to deal with it then. And um, that lesson has helped me so much because our words, we don't realize the power in our words. And so now I am trying to be so much more careful on what I say, because I know there's power in what I say, not only for my life, but in that life of others. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard the the phrase. You can either you know get add gasoline or add water to the fire, and you mm. have to choose what you add with your words. But I love that God wow, is good, and He's good. like, you know what? Even though you made the mistake, now here's yeah. what you can do to yeah. prevent that from getting out of control. So, like that idea of feeding it. What am I feeding that conversation? What am I feeding that relationship? Is it gas or is it water? Am I nurturing it and causing it to grow or am I so good stopping its tracks? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. Yes. And our thoughts can be feed how we feed too. Mm -hmm. And so my book, I talk about the four steps to peace, continuous peace. And those four steps keep me so much. And and the first uh, step, I help you recognize what are the thoughts that are robbing your peace? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's the same in our marriage. Like, what are the thoughts that are robbing the peace from your marriage, from your family? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it, it honestly, it is a slippery slope once you start down any of those negative thoughts. And mm-hmm. I have to catch myself, just like even with my daughter, when I started to get that wounded feeling, it's like, okay, no, I know that slope. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm going to start telling myself, you know, oh, what is, what, you know, why is she acting like that, et cetera? And that's just going to feed it and feed it. And mm-hmm. I knew that's not where I want to head. So again, yeah. like when we know where we're headed, those thoughts, does this come in line with where I'm headed? Yeah. Is this going to feed what I'm, what, I, what I'm looking for and what I desire for my family? Because I know what I don't want. You know, if, if I don't want that, then I can't be adding to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And not, and not be easily wounded. That mm-hmm. was a big thing I had to learn too. Because for wounded people, it, it is easy for us to get wounded, you know? And that's just something we have to realize that, you know, you know, I trust God with my heart, even if I do get hurt, you know what I'm saying? He can help me. He can heal me yeah. and I'll go to him. And, um, yeah, even in my marriage, God taught me that he said, I never asked you to trust your husband with your heart. I've only asked you to trust me with your heart. Mm-hmm. And that really gave me open hands with my husband and, and really trying to, you know, trust him and love him as I ought. Mm-hmm. That's so. good. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So step four. Yes. I walk you through in this chapter in the book, how to assess our own harvest. And so many times I think we're in a fast paced life and we're just looking and going. And again, if we know where we want to go, let's assess, am I on the right path? Am I going in the right direction? And a lot of times I've taught my book in classrooms and a lot of it, mostly to women. And a lot of the women had never really even sat down and design their harvest. What are they looking for? What is the things that they want? And then kind of in the book, I kind of back you out. You know, we look at, we assess our harvest. And so that's, let's recognize first, since there's a little bit of time here, 
recognize the weeds that are robbing our harvest of life. What are those weeds? Mm-hmm. You know, and so in the book, I give you, we look at the good, we look at the bad, but I take you through like, this is what I'm sowing. This is what I'm thinking or I'm doing. And just all these different examples so that you can look in there. And it is amazing that when you see those examples, you start to feel like, oh my goodness, I do do that. <laughs> and I didn't realize it's a weed. You know, it's just how I thought it's just how I'm thinking. No, you know, there are better ways. And so I guess my question is, will your daily choices produce the harvest you desire? And if not, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a lot of humility to go through that assessment process for sure. Mm-hmm. There are times when, you know, even when I know I'm right, yes, <laughs> I will yes, take a yes. moment and I will sit down and I will pray and I will journal. And, you know, I've never heard God get on my side. He always tells yeah. me what I could do different. And it doesn't mean that I'm wrong. It's just, hey, look, and I'll go, oh, oh, okay. You know, yeah. and and I'm not perfect. I haven't gotten everything right. I'm still mm-hmm. holding on to things I want, don't want to let go yeah. of. But if I take the time to assess, you said the harvest yes. back, how did yes. we get here? And yeah. and what did I what was my you know, contribution to this. And this right. could be marriage. It could be mm-hmm. your relationship with your kids. It could be how mm-hmm. you parent. It could be, it could be whatever it is. It could be how you take care of your home. If we can just mm-hmm. identify some of the, the wounds or even some of the reasons or the, the thought patterns that have gotten mm-hmm. us to where we are, we can change right. them. But if we never Absolutely. take that time out to pause, we'll mm-hmm. never recognize them. We'll keep, keep doing what's comfortable. That is so true. And that, and I walk you through those four steps in the book, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. because that is the, the way to freedom and to peace yeah. is recognizing one. And so many, so much, it, it is hard to recognize. And mm-hmm. some people are, you know, more, you know, internal that they're, they're kind of looking ahead and they're saying, okay, I can see, I can do this different or I can do that different, but it is really hard to start that process and to start mm-hmm. training your brain to start looking for those uh, pitfalls and those, you know, places of planting things that are, are reaping a harvest that we don't want, mm-hmm. you know? And so I do, honestly, these four steps, uh, you know, referring back to the book, they have saved my life. They have saved my marriage and my children with, and they're part of my everyday life. I don't even know Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I would do without them, honestly, because it is recognizing, you know, you know, where am I? Where do I want to go? And then, like you said, working with God to get there. I think our, you know, recognizing that our daily choices are seeds that we're sowing and that that fruit is going, those seeds are going to produce fruit. And that's just such a big concept that I just want to, you know, grab hold of. Like it is, you know, a tomato seed, like God can't be mocked if we reap that or if we, plant that tomato seed, we're going to get tomatoes. Mm -hmm. And so it's just so key to realize this is pretty simple. This is pretty simple. Okay. I want to do this, but instead God help me to do that or show me, like you said, what can I do different? Mm -hmm. You know, I can't get through my way. What is Mm -hmm. it that I can do? What words, what actions, what can I do? And, um, yeah, Every seed will produce a, you know, a fruit after its own kind. And I just think that's simple, but it's so powerful for us to realize. Yeah. Okay. But step number five. Okay. It is to be on guard and protect your harvest. So throughout the book, and I actually have a handout for you and you kind of touched on all the different areas in our mm-hmm. life that 
you know, we can assess. And I do have a graph that's actually not in my book. It's actually special for your audience Mm -hmm. in that handout. And once we realize what it is that we're, where we're headed, what that looks like, then we're to protect it and create a plan and put that plan into action. Know that what you're feeding will grow. And then I love, again, the ending of Galatians 6, 9, do not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just feel like it's so easy for us to get easily offended, to pull back from doing that good thing, to become frustrated, you know, with the mundaneness of life and work and caring for others and, you know, cooking dinners and all that. It's so easy to become frustrated or overwhelmed and lose sight of the end goal that gets us to that immediate, you know, we give into the immediate frustration instead of looking at, no, push past that. And I'm looking at the big goal. I want that, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. it's the little things too that grow, you know, think about the little things, you know, that turn into big weeds that rob us of the life God has for us. Mm-hmm. But it's also the little things. Mm-hmm. It's faith, a little bit of faith. It's that little act of kindness. It's that little love. It's that little appreciation. It's mm-hmm. that little, you know, word of affirmation to that person, um, act of kindness that are greatly rewarded and they produce mm-hmm. so much fruit. Yeah, that's good. I think t- sometimes we get to the place where we want to get to and then we think we're done with the work, but mm-hmm. it is so important to protect it, to cultivate it, to maintain it so that it can yes. have longevity. And so in family and marriage, you know, getting the guy, Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. That's, but that's, now what? Yes. <laughs> Getting the kids and yes. you know whatever the house and the white picket fence, whatever it is that yes. you're striving for, there's work to be done once you get there. Yes, I know? agree. And I love that you said that because the our harvest also does like our current harvest mm-hmm. does not dictate or sure either our future mm-hmm. harvest. Mm-hmm. You have to Good. keep planting. You have to keep doing the right things. You know, it's that knowing where you're headed and then protecting it, guarding it mm-hmm. and uh, continuing to ensure if you just didn't water a garden, a physical garden, it would dry up and die. And that is the same in our own. I've done that. Life. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I am the worst with plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolute worst. Yeah. Yes. yes. No, you're so, right. Yeah. And why is it so important? Because our harvest is what we have to give away. Mm, it's really good. It's what we have to give away. Mm-hmm. I want to give away the best. Yeah. You know, I want to give away the love. I want to give away kindness. I want to give away patience. You know, mm-hmm. what did it take to do that? Well, I had to learn to be patient. So lots of times of being patient, being loving, being kind. And then I'm growing trees of love that I can give away to somebody else and to mm-hmm. pass on and a kind word to somebody I don't even know or to mm-hmm. someone I know that's on my heart our harvest is meant to be shared. And so it's so beautiful, you know, and in our family, I don't know, I'm sure with you watching your kids grow, it is just such a joy to see all that hard work. And yes, none of us are perfect, none. Mm -hmm. And I've been on a journey for, you know, 25 years of learning how to. So my kids have been through, you know, learning and me saying, oh, we're going to try something new now, guys. (laughs) This isn't working, but that's okay. Right. Farmers till the soil and and start over every year. And Mm -hmm. I do actually every year I do try to, as far as like my, my time with God and my time and goal setting and things like that, reset three times a year just to keep Mm -hmm. it fresh and focused, Mm -hmm. you know, because our harvest is important. Yeah. 
No, and I agree with that. You know, like when I ask people what is their family known for, it's not about like them looking good on paper. It's about stepping into what they were created, who they were created to be so that they can love and serve others around them. I mean, it's not, God didn't give us our talents, our abilities, or even the life we have, the family we have so that we could keep it for ourselves. You know, we're, we're meant to impact. We're meant to overflow with what he's giving us. And so, yeah, it's not about us getting the perfect family or having the perfect family or ticking all the boxes, Mm -hmm. but it's about what we can then share with others. Cause that's really the point. I agree. And another thing is I, this can set us free too, because everyone's in their own journey. And so many moms compare their life, their kids, and their like 24 seven ideas of what's going on in their home with their kids mm-hmm. to a, either a, a quick, you know, in and out with that church or a phone call with a friend. And maybe you hear highlight reels, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just so hard. You know, you're meant to be the mama wife person you are created to be. Don't compare. Mm-hmm. Your your harvest is completely different. And I love what you said is that to pour out, you're going to pour out in completely different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, your kindness may be inviting someone into the house just to enjoy a, a, a meal with you guys. Someone else may be to take a meal to somebody, you know, or just to, to wave to a neighbor going by. Like we don't know the simplicities mm-hmm. of how we're pouring out every day, but it's important. Yeah. Every single little act that we do that is, you know, done in love is good. Every good seed planted is so good. And it is adding to a harvest that will be overflowing with good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. So tell us a little, uh, a little bit about the download that you're offering. You did mention it already, but yes. tell us what, what's in it and where we can get it. Okay. So can I mention two other things also? I sure. have the book. It's continuous peace. If you're honestly looking for four steps that are going to help you have peace, no matter what the circumstances, donmarasco.com. And that's spelled real quick, D-A-W-N-M-A-R-A-S-C-O.com. And I have a quiz out there and it will give you, it's what is robbing my, what is robbing your peace? And it is a two minute quiz. And I give you video answers. It's, it's, I think that helpful. Mm -hmm. And that's donmarasco.com slash quiz. And then the download for your uh, audience is called donmarasco.com slash family. Okay. And in that, that in the I show have, notes. So nobody great. <laughs> yes. And the slash family that is going to have um, some notes, the, the five points from today, and it's going to have that extra uh, graph also mm-hmm. to help you to start that assessment. Mm-hmm. So. All right. That's yeah. fantastic. All right. Thank you so much for being with us today. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. God bless. You can find Dawn at DawnMarasco.com. She's on Facebook as The Dawn Marasco and on Instagram as The Dawn Marasco. The best way to buy her book is at DawnMarasco.com forward slash store. She also has a free giveaway for our listeners at DawnMarasco.com forward slash family. I'll link to all of this in the show notes. If you'd like to connect beyond the podcast, you can find me over on Instagram. It's my favorite place to hang out and share the ups and downs of everyday life, what we get right and what we get wrong too. You can find me at, at Kimberly Amici, and you can find the podcast at, at Build Your Best Family. Remember, family culture is not about perfect, it's about purpose.